Hello, fellow riders. This is your host, Rusty James. It is Tuesday, March 6, 2018, and this is The Ride. Believe it or not, I see snow all about me. Yippee skippy. Last night we got a nice fine layer of the white stuff. And yes, it's pretty. But I would much rather have some green stuff right about now. March 6th, come on now. But all things in proper timing, it will happen before you know it. This morning I was listening to Proverbs. Proverbs 5 and Proverbs 6. Doing my little daily Proverbs thing. And of course, if you've read those, and if you haven't, I encourage you to do that. Lots to discuss in Proverbs 5 and 6. A lot of it has to do with adultery and making sure that we avoid the snare of that. found it interesting that God's speaking to us in a way that is completely relevant to today. You know, you'd think that it wouldn't be, but there's a spot where it talks about the adulterous woman who is coming out of her, her home and enticing the wayward person. When you read it, you find that that person is always described as someone with no sense. I don't want to be seen by God as someone who has no sense. I also don't want to be the person who gets entrapped in something and causes my soul not to prosper. But the interesting thing was it described this, let's just call it a spirit of prostitution or spirit of adultery or spirit of lust, however you want to look at it. It described that persona as being at the town square, being here, being there. And when I read that, I thought, you know, that's really interesting because that spirit is everywhere. You don't have to look very hard to find it. And yet it can take you down. It can it's a noose around your neck. So I'm wasn't necessarily going to go down that path today. When I do go down that particular path, I will have done even more study cuz I I feel it's a really important thing in this day and age to to make sure that we keep our minds and our eyes pure. I know the struggle there. It's a very real struggle. And I want to make sure that we all have the right tools in our toolkit to withstand these arrows, these fiery arrows of the enemy. Go into Ephesians and you'll find what that toolkit is. But today I wanted to talk about something that I maybe, I guess I hadn't really noticed in Proverbs. And we're going to touch on a few things that the Lord despises. 
And we're going to find out why he does, because I think it will be kind of an eye-opener when we discover why he despises them. So I've got to get some gas right now, so you will just have to stand by. Well, now that I'm fueled up, I'm ready to go. And that is just like what happened this morning. I got some word into me. I purposefully made a choice to get some word into me because I knew that it would help awaken whatever it is I needed to say to you. And it did it. And so fueling up in the morning is a good thing to do. Fueling up in the Word of God is a great thing to do. Proverbs. I'm going to flip to my app here. This is Proverbs uh, Proverbs 6. And there, right in black and white, it says, There are six things the Lord hates seven that are detestable to him. Now, the Lord is the Lord of all. He created it all. He sent his son to pay the price for you and for me. He's kind of a big deal. And if I could learn a little bit about how he sees things, might be helpful. And here right before us, it says, there are six things the Lord hates. And we're going to take a look a little bit deeper and find out maybe why it is he hates them so much. Number one, haughty eyes. Actually, I'm going to read through the list and then we're going to touch on each one. So we have haughty eyes, a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked schemes, feet that are quick to rush into evil, a false witness who pours out lies, and a person who stirs up conflict in the community. I'm trying to figure out which one of these is the one that God doesn't hate. Because he hates six of them, but seven of them are detestable. Not that it matters. I think if, no matter if it, if God hates the thing, or if it's detestable to him, probably something to avoid. So we don't need to play that game. Let's just try to avoid the bad thing. So haughty eyes. I had to look it up because I... I, th- I kind of knew what the word meant, but I just wanted to double check. And it's like an arrogant, an arrogance in how you view people. I'm better than you. I think a lot of these things, they're detestable because they go against the nature of God. God has put his nature inside of you, believer. And if you operate in these ways, it's counter to the new man that he's put inside of you. It's counter to the new woman he's put inside of you, ladies. Looking at someone with arrogant eyes, I'm better than that person. Are you really? We could spend all day on that one. And we'll come back to it when we 
wrap up. Alright, next one. A lying tongue. Well, obviously, our God, the Father, is not the Father of lies. That would be our enemy, Satan. So we ought not to be delving into the area of our nemesis. God is the God of truth. So no lying off your tongue. Next one. Hands that shed innocent blood. That speaks of death to me. And seeking death for almost like a bloodlust. And that's there's something very much old man nature about that. Seeking death. We're to seek life. We're to choose life. You'll find out later why choice is important. Okay, the next one. A heart that devices... <laughs> devices. I'm a geek. I'm into technical things and into devices and technical devices. But a, a heart that devises wicked schemes. When I think of wicked schemes, I think of pyramid schemes. I think maybe because the word schemes involved there. And those people who do that, the Lord should detest them. I'm just saying. It's evil what they do. They prey on the innocent. Are you devising wicked schemes? I mean, that sounds really harsh. Like, who would do that? But it doesn't have to be severe. Are you... And I'm not talking about pranks and little things like that. But are you manipulating systems? The systems of the world. Are you manipulating things to get your own way or to make it so that someone doesn't get a benefit? You need to really look at your life and determine... Are you devising wicked schemes? Are you manipulative? It's one thing to let the Lord speak to someone about an issue. I mean, you could even do it with the best intentions too, but it's one thing to let God speak to a person. Another, if you're manipulating the situation to have your own way and to be controlling, be cautious there. You know, most of, the, most of these things in this list, one could argue for doing the thing if you thought that you were doing somebody a favor. Lying tongue, for example. You know, I'm, I'm doing my wife a favor if I lie about the payments to the, to the mortgage company because she doesn't need to stress out when I haven't been making the payments. That's a lie, and it's going to come back. So, truth is going to reign here. So, what do we got here? Oh, yeah. Feet that are quick to rush into evil. I, When I picture this, I think of a bunch of hoodlums. Teenage hoodlums. And yes, I was one of them. But I wouldn't rush into evil so much. But I had to endure people who did rush into evil. I'll never forget this time in my life when I was a 
probably uh, almost a teen, and a friend of a friend of mine and I were bike riding, and I went to a school. It was in the summertime. I went to the school, and I don't know. We were just gonna ride around the the building and stuff, and there were some hoodlums there. I couldn't tell if they were smoking, but I think they might have been smoking. Uh, that didn't make them a hoodlum, but they were just up to no good. They had firecrackers, and they were setting them off, sitting on a concrete wall near the school. And here are two kids. Innocent kids. Yep, I was an innocent kid. Just riding around, and then they decided to get up in our face and really rush into evil. They were bad news. And I had to get my human father, well, my friend, got out of there and was able to get my father, who came running like a freight train, to put these hoodlums in their place. While I was sitting there, kind of trapped. My father rescued me that day. Now that I'm older, I wonder those boys that rushed into evil, I wonder if they had a father that would rush in to help them. Or did they maybe not have that? Right now I'm praying for those two guys. They would be in their 50s now. And maybe they're listening to this. You never know. Let's not be one to rush into evil. In fact, I'm pretty sure there is a place in Scripture or 20 that tell you that you should flee that situation. You should separate yourself from evil. Here's another one. A false witness who pours out lies. A lot like the first one where we're talking about lying. This one's a little bit more because more descriptive because it indicates that the lies are there to ensnare someone. It's a false witness. Kind of blending the lying tongue with rushing into evil. It's kind of the mixture of the two. Don't be doing that. Finally, a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Now, we don't do that, do we? Excuse me while I post my immediate thoughts and my immediate opinion on all of my social media outlets. We don't stir up conflict in the community. Oh, no. Now, I don't know if it's just me. But every once in a while, I'll come across something on YouTube. Which will link me over to something on The View. And I'm sure that many of you know what The View is. That show. You know, what will intrigue me about the link is maybe who the guest is. Or, you know that they were able to stand their ground with their opinion or whatever. So I'll maybe 
watch, and I can only, I tell you what, I don't care who it is, who if I support the person, if I don't support the person, maybe it's just me, but I can't sit there and watch for more than a minute. And I think I've got a fairly thick skin, but it really hurts my spirit to watch there be all of this dissension between people. It really hurts. And of course I know why it's there. It's it it well the reason it's there, to be quite blunt, is it feeds your natural unrenewed and unborn again nature. It feeds it. Because it ensnares people, they 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 seek, they crave conflict. I, I'm well aware of this, and I by no means have arrived. Okay, you know this, but it really bothers me. I mean, I can see all sorts of other things that are evil in the world, and it does it doesn't bother me as much as the bickering on a show like that. Because I can see through the facade of, you know, this, well, let's just try to, we're trying to come to, uh, we're trying to air out these opinions and say, no, no, that's not what you're doing. You're trying to air out opinions. If you're trying to air out opinions, you're trying to, you know, come to some kind of a solution or come to some kind of an agreement. There is no agreement being arrived at. In fact, the, the only agreement is that we're going to continue to have our own opinions and we will never come to an agreement. If we did that, then this wouldn't be a marketable show. I mean, look at all the other ridiculous shows that are out there that fuel this old man nature, this who can sin more than the other one, who can have their opinion stronger than the other one, who can win, who can be their own God more than the other one. And then let's ridicule the ones who believe in a God or who believe that this divine opinion is the opinion. Let's ridicule that. I mean, it really just, it, it's like somebody takes my heart and just squeezes the life out of it. So that's, <laughs> that's not meant to, to slam those people who like to watch The View. I'm not slamming you. Just your intentions. <laughs> you got to ask yourself why. why. Why are you engaging in this? Are you feeling like your spiritual life and your mental life is being renewed? Or, you, or is this kind of keeping you stuck in a cycle? you got to ask yourself a question like that. All right, so here's the thing. Why do you think God detests these things? God has asked us to choose life. And he's asked us to not choose death. And every one of these things, haughty eyes, it's a choice. A lying tongue, choice. Hands that shed innocent blood, that's a choice. 
a heart that devises wicked schemes, that is a choice, my friend. And feet that are quick to rush into evil, that is a choice. None of these things. Oh, and a false witness who pours out lies, that is also a choice. None of these things you have to do. They're all a choice. And it's a conscious choice that you make. This last one, a person who stirs up conflict in the community. Well, you might say, well, I need to defend God here. You know, people are trashing all over God. So I'm going to give this community a taste of what really should be. Well, we need to hold to what the Word of God says, indeed. And there will be conflict there. But what God detests is the one who stirs up this conflict. Because he knows that conflict doesn't really bring a resolution. He knows that it's the Holy Spirit that causes someone to come to repentance. That's kind of a quiet voice in someone's mind. Now, you put out God's opinion into the community, but don't stir up conflict. It's like I, what I was telling one of the people that work with me. You don't need to defend your actions. You don't need to point fingers at other people and say, well, this is the reason why this didn't get done. You don't need to, to deflect like that. You simply need to declare what is true. This is the report. This is what happened. This is what was expected in the workplace. And then the other people who understand what's going on, they see your report and say, oh, well, obviously it's not his fault. They didn't give him enough resources to do the job right. You know, the point is to not stir up all this conflict and they did this and couldn't do this because of them, blah, 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 blah. You simply state the truth and then stand back and let the truth do the speaking. You don't need to stir up anything. The Word of God defends itself. In college, I remember there was a, a guy who stirred up strife in the square of the school campus. He'd carry this cross around and he'd do these mini preaching things and he'd, he'd, he'd stir up all sorts of animosity. But the thing is, he was not a Christian. It was clear from his message. He was stirring up strife and he would say things that were slightly off kilter to the Word of God. It was really evil. He was feet rushing into evil is what he was doing. And you'd get, you'd get a mixture of these students that were either saved or unsaved all of them angry at him. And it just, it was ridiculous. And I got in the mix too. And I'd get in there and I'd get angry and stuff. And I was young and I probably hadn't read this particular proverb. Or probably I did. But I had forgotten. But anyway, he was stirring up trouble. Let us not be quick to do that. I wish I had more time because I think I'm going to have to touch on this subject again a little bit with more clarity. 
Because we can be self-deluded believing we're saving the world when all we're doing is just raising a bunch of trouble and giving God kind of a bad name. So anyway, Lord God, help keep us grounded in your truth. Help keep us grounded in your spirit and operating in the way that you would on this planet. Help us to know what that is. Help us to get into your word and really seek out your face and know the appropriate way to live our lives and really to live it such that life is abounding and that we're not dabbling into things that would bring death to us. Thank you, Lord, for being with us today. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, my friends, you stay in the word and you live in peace. Pray for those who persecute you. And when you get ready to hit that post button on your social media, just think about if you are creating more trouble than it's worth. Ask yourself, what will the Lord say to you on the day of judgment when you're standing before him and he says, you know, what about that post? Did you need to do that? You know, would there have been a better way to do that? I'm just saying, just think about it, okay? And I will see you on the flip.